Welcome, this is the Effective Challenge podcast. My name's Damien and this is where I discuss topics that are relevant to both individuals and teams and the content is aimed at things that you can practically do to improve your performance and as a result of that, the results you're able to achieve. I'm really interested in any comments you got around the content or perhaps topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Uh, Please drop me a line, it's Damien at EffectiveChallenge.com. That's Damien, D-A-M-I-A-N, at EffectiveChallenge.com. Welcome to episode 12 of the Effective Challenge podcast, Being Your Best. Before I get into that topic, just a a few words to say thank you very much to the people that provided feedback uh, on episode 11, Project Rond, and also, um, you know, perhaps more importantly, some of the really kind words of encouragement that that people provided uh, as I look to to work towards uh, riding uh, a sportif cycling event in 2020 uh, for the Tour of Flanders. Uh, it really means a lot to, to get those words of encouragement uh, and, and hopefully uh, over the coming weeks and months as I literally uh, progressed on the journey towards riding the Sportif, um, I'm hoping that that's going to provide a, 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 a good place for me to draw on examples which I can share and hopefully uh, encourage others with um, in terms of uh, taking on a, a project it doesn't need to be a physical project it could, it could be could be anything um, but just some of the approaches and some of the models that I, I'll be using for myself hopefully uh, people can take and, and use and apply them to their own situation if you're not really sure what I'm talking about when I talk about uh, the Tour of Flanders and the Sportif, I'd really encourage you to just have a little listen to episode 11 because I explained some of the background uh, and uh, also some of the reasons why I want to, to take on this particular challenge and, and some of the things that, that I learned just by taking uh, a few steps towards getting a better clarity about what it would take on uh, what it would mean to, to, to take on such an event so anyway that's episode 11 let's move on episode 12 being your best so I've probably made reference to this model that I use when working with uh, individuals and, and teams uh, it, it's something that I've brought together uh, through my own personal experience and working with 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 others, and it's it's something I call being your best, uh, where best covers four different aspects of performance. Uh, the the B in best stands for behaviour, and this is the behaviours that we that we have if we want to enhance our performance, but also. Uh, the behaviours that perhaps we don't want to see, um, and and in that, 
quite a, an approach to to kind of looking at the differences between those two things and, and what we might do to see more of the things we want and, and more of the and less of the things sorry less of the things that we don't want to see the e in best stands for environment and by environment i mean literally anything that comes into contact with with your world uh, so it, it's it's the really big things and it's the really small, quite detailed things. And if we've got a really good appreciation of, of what our environment looks like and when we're looking to pursue uh, a particular project, a particular goal, having to think about what sort of environment would encourage me uh, and, and help me to achieve what I want all of a sudden we put ourselves in in uh, a strong position to start adapting and shaping the environment into something that that's really going to push us forward uh, the third area is in best and the s stands for skills this one is is probably most uh, obvious uh, the skills that we need if we want to achieve something and I think in my experience when lots of people think about personal development they quite quickly uh, jump towards the the skills element of, of, of what they want to do um, by no means easy of course skills are really uh, critical and, and really uh, quite challenging to, to achieve but they tend to be some of the more defined things um, and, and that's perhaps why uh, people readily jump towards them when, when looking to do some, some form of development which is going to hopefully overall enhance their performance. The fourth area of best is, is around time and this isn't, uh, to be clear, this isn't really so much about time management but I don't want to get into uh, semantics about what we mean by time management this is about for me at least how we go about using our time and the choices we make for the time that we have available um, you know it's it's you know it's one thing that's very consistent for all of us human beings um, if you if you buy into the the construct of a 24-hour day that means you've got 168 hours every week seven days um, and you know some of that you are going to need to sleep uh, you probably want to listen to the, the one of the early podcasts where I talk, talk about some of the, the, the core principles and foundations of our resilience and sleep and rest uh, is, is a big part of that but, but other than that you know our time is, is, is really ours and this can, can jar with some people when I'm talking to them uh, because of course we all have commitments. We all have things that uh, we believe we have to do. Um, but I, you know, I'd always encourage people to just step back and just challenge ourselves or challenge challenges as, as, as a team the things that we have to do. Because very often there's 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 some things that are in that category which which certainly aren't have tos. Uh, they might be, they may have been at one point. They might have been a have to, um, but chances are time and circumstances have, have moved on and, and perhaps not so necessary now. So, so that that choice about how we spend our time, I think we've probably got more more opportunity there than than perhaps some people uh, give them themselves credit for. 
So the four areas, uh, behaviours, environment, skills and time. So over the coming uh, few episodes, I'm going to be delving into BEST and considering the four aspects uh, in relation to Project Rondon and, and how you might apply that to, to other areas. So on, on that basis, uh, episode 12, we're going to have a little delve into uh, behaviour. And uh, I guess when I think about behaviour, there's a couple of steps before we even get to that point. And so raising our awareness around how we think and therefore how we feel uh, tends to be good clues into how we might be behaving or perhaps responding to different situations. And that kind of thinking-feeling balance uh, is something that is, you know, I, you know, I'm really honest about this with, with people, you know, I, I'd get caught out by that every single day. But there's a, a very strong school of thought that says the, the, the thinking-feeling balance is, you know, what, what we feel is, is, is simply a manifestation of, of what we're thinking. And, and we have perhaps more, more ability to manage that than, than, again, just like the time thing, than perhaps we give ourselves credit for. So when thinking about uh, my behaviours for uh, <coughs> Project Rond, I... I kind of want to draw out three three areas and, and they are um, just doing uh, an assessment of the things that are likely to enable me uh, when it comes to my behaviours to achieve what I want and uh, equally the, the, the flip side of that, the things that are probably going to get in the way of the things that I want to see happen. Uh, the second area is having a think about some of the things that I might face um, so some of the stimulus that I might get coming my way and you know what I can put in place uh, in advance to um, think about how I'd like to respond so that stimulus response and and the more we can can do that and the better we understand how we would like to respond the perhaps the greater chance and the the greater awareness we have, um, we 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 put ourselves in a strong position. So that that's the, the second area I'm going to talk about, and the, and then the third is is around what we can do to uh, assess where we're at. So uh, and as a result of assessing where we're at and how our behaviours might be helping or hindering, you know what we might need to do and what what things we might need to experiment with, what things we might need to adapt. Uh, so get more out of uh, what what we what we want and more out of our potential. So let's look at the the first of of those areas, the 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 kind of what might be uh, helping me and what might be getting in the way. And and I to get into this as a subject again uh, without sort of labouring the point when I'm working with people, working with teams, I kind of look at this through a number of different different angles. And the first of those, you know, what are the things that I'm currently doing, what are the behaviours I'm currently uh, uh, seeing and, and using that I, I just need to stop? I need to terminate them because actually they're counterproductive to the goal that I want to achieve. 
So when I was doing this by way of example, and I'm going to give an example of each of the different areas in, in, in this particular uh, exercise. When I was thinking about that, I have a tendency to perhaps overthink things. Uh, I have a, uh, a tendency to uh, put, put, put something off that I could just get on and, and learn something about by doing. So the behaviour of doing and getting on uh, is something I'd like to see more of. So the thing I need to terminate is, is the flip side of that, and that's perhaps uh, one way of describing that would be procrastination. And once I've determined that, I can then kind of, kind of look at, so where might the, the places and where might procrastination show up and what might I uh, want to do about that? Okay, so the second uh, area or second way of looking at the behaviours I'd like to see uh, and the, the ones that I wouldn't want to see is, you know, inevitably when taking on a project, there are going to be some things you're going to need to accept. Um, so, you know, as it's, I guess by way, way of illustration, uh, away from me personally. So if you want to lose, um, you know, get a bit healthier, perhaps uh, lose some weight, there are going to be some things you're going to need to accept. So from the weight point of view, you're probably going to need to accept that, you know, you're going to need to adapt your, your eating habits to something that's more conducive to what you want to see. And the reason why this is an, an important one is because very often once the motivation begins to dip after uh, perhaps we've hit the first bump in the road um, it's very often the, the the lack of acceptance that that will kind of hinder our progress and in some cases actually stop stop us doing what we we want to achieve so uh, again by way of illustration from from the the exercise I ran through personally um, and it's kind of links to the first one the kind of overanalyzing um, the thing I need to accept uh, I think for, for Project Rond is that having too rigid plan so over planning is is likely to get in the way so I need to have uh, I need to accept that I'm going to need to be flexible and adaptable in the plans that that I create to achieve what I want the third area is uh, really thinking about things that you're doing already, so behaviours that I'm already exhibiting, uh, and uh, but I just want to get better. I need to up my game on them, take them to the next level. Um, and you know, this is a really good one for teams. You know, stepping back and kind of saying, okay, so what are the things we're currently doing that are kind of working for us? But if we were to really focus in and put a bit more attention, perhaps a bit more deliberate effort, we could really push ourselves on uh, to, to the next level. So this is really refining what we what we need and what we want. So in this case, for me, the example was nutrition. So, you know, I, I'm really interested in nutrition uh, as a subject. I'm certainly... Um, don't live my life like a monk that's for sure uh, uh, but you know I've, I've got a general interest and awareness and, and try to to eat, eat reasonably healthily um, but I think you know as I start to do more exercise more training for this event I think knowledge and my behavior around what I eat and equally importantly what I drink uh, are it would be really great to take that 
to the next level and get even better so to refine my behaviors around you know food and drink and nutrition in general okay so the the fourth and final area by way of looking at you know the things that i want and maybe getting in the way is stuff that i need to start doing i need to find a way to start doing these things uh, and this one this is a behavior which kind of blends into or quite quite easily uh, leaks into you know, a whole mindset thing and you know I'm not a massive fan of uh, riding in the bike in the rain uh, or in cold weather and I guess you know lots of people would would probably say that but I've I've often seen behaviors creep in to me that uh, become a real barrier and you know if it's if it's not quite how I want it to be you know I could quite easily convince myself and make up an excuse as to to why I wouldn't want to get out there and do some things so this one's going to be quite a challenge for me I think I need to find some better behaviors some better mindset around my reaction to the to the weather and what the weather might throw to me particularly as we head you know out of out of the summer uh, summer months into the autumn and winter so you know these are my four areas and now I've given you just four examples one from each of the areas you know when I'm doing this or when I've done it I, you know th there's a lot more detail in that and then you know if you've got lots in each of the areas you probably want to prioritize because otherwise you you might find you get a bit overwhelmed by by what you've now captured but if you can prioritize and come up with just a few things that you kind of want to make adjustments on so maybe something you want to stop something you're definitely going to need to understand something you want to get better at and something you need to start doing just pick one from each of those areas and start doing it then then chances are your your performance is, is going to push on to the next level okay so the the second subject around behaviors uh, that i want to just talk about is this this proposition of uh, the stimulus and response and I first came across this I mean it's been written about lots but I certainly first came across this when reading the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey and and in that he draws on some work uh, by a psychiatrist chap called Viktor Frankl and if you if you've not come across Viktor Frankl he's he's, he's definitely worth uh, 10 15 minutes of your time and a Google search engine because you'll, you'll find lots lots about Victor there um, Victor Frankel drew uh, much of his work on some pretty horrific experiences he witnessed while being held um, in a Nazi concentration camp but out of that he kind of began to observe that you know just whatever the the stimulus that you might face there, there's a, a space a gap uh, between the stimulus and and our response and it, and it's in that gap that we give ourselves or the better we can manage that gap we give ourselves uh, a freedom to choose uh, and so how this applies to behaviors when thinking about overall performance is you know we're gonna face or I'm gonna face certainly as I uh, pursue my my goal of uh, undertaking this project I'm going to face lots of things that are going to come my way which I'm probably not going to like uh, at least initially instinctively 
uh, I'm probably going to have quite an emotional reaction, quite an emotional response. And, you know, sometimes, um, just like any of us, I guess, I'm, I'm better at managing those situations than, than others. But if we can think about some of those situations up front, then maybe we put ourselves in a stronger position to think about, OK, so how would I like to respond uh, in, in, in any given situation? So this this one's already been playing out for me, actually, I uh, on embarking uh, on this project, um, you know, it's effectively an, an eight month project. Uh, so I set about creating uh, a reasonably detailed plan, not too detailed, but reasonably detailed plan for, for training in August. So uh, that's uh, that's now complete and and went pretty well actually really pleased with with what um i was able to do there um but but in that you know one of the things that you know, i i know is is going to happen is you know i've just like many of the people if not all the people listening to this i've got you know many uh, demands on my time and, and attention and you know it's really hard to control if not impossible to control all those things because stuff is just going to happen and come my way so, so one of the things that I looked at in my stimulus response was looking to see, okay, so when stuff happens that I'm not anticipating uh, and it has an impact on my plan, how do I want to respond? And um, that happened a few times in August. You know, I'd set out to do uh, to hit a particular, to hit a particular milestone, particular mileage target which was uh, happened a couple of times and another stuff happened and I wasn't able to to train on that particular day for the duration that was required so my response to that was to a accept it accept that that had had, ha had happened uh, and then look at what I could do to adapt what could I adapt in the coming days or look towards the coming days and see how I could adjust the the, the, the training program and training plan that I'd, I'd put in place. That worked reasonably well. Uh, it, it hasn't happened, as I say, it happened a few times in August. I fully anticipate that's going to happen uh, uh, pretty much every month. I'd be really surprised if I can stick to exactly the, 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 the plan that I'm I'm setting out. Uh, for myself uh, each month yeah, it will need to adapt I guess another example uh, particularly when it revolves around uh, exercise and physical things is at some point I'm probably going to get sick maybe you know common cold uh, maybe some some kind of some other thing that, that that's bike related at that point I'm you know need, I'm going to need to adapt and just, just pushing on uh, regardless uh, with the plan might not be the right thing to do maybe the right thing to do is take a step back rest properly get healthy and and then re-engage so that so that's something that if I get that stimulus um, hopefully I'll be responding in a more measured uh, and rational balanced balanced way so that's the 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 second area Let, let's move on to the third and final and this is around um, assessing how I'm doing when it comes to my behaviors and uh, ad adapting uh, accordingly now this one 
is much of this is down to personal preference how much time and effort you would like to put into this particular aspect um i'd i'd encourage doing some kind of reflection uh daily uh if possible it doesn't have to take long it you know five ten minutes you can achieve quite a lot with this but in that reflection you can look at um how you're doing with your behaviors so you know if you've done the first the first of the elements that i've talked about here uh, today around you know what what do i want to see what don't i want to see you know how's that showing up how are you doing on that some people use a simple scale so you might do on a scale of one to ten how how well am i uh, exhibiting the behaviors that i want to see other people uh, find it more helpful to be a bit more narrative in their approach so maybe writing some stuff out or or if you've got someone that you you trust and somebody that uh, is is happy to invest the time to just chatting stuff through and this is where you know coaches can can work can work well for people that people are able to ch- chat things through in in a safe environment so for me there are two elements to the ass- assessment and adaption there's you know reflecting how things have been going um, so that's kind of looking back over the last day, if, if you're doing it daily, or perhaps this is a kind of once a week type exercise. Um, so looking back over the week, seeing how the behaviours have played out. Um, just be aware that if you go too far between uh, this, uh, the conducting these sorts of exercises, you can trick yourself. You can trick yourself into a thinking that you're you're doing better than you actually believe or sometimes the opposite's true and that that you're doing worse than you you, than you think you actually are and that's where the the kind of regular um assessing uh can can really pay off if you do it as i say on a daily basis you you, you're much more likely to have it fresh in mind about the different situations that you've that you've faced and that you've come up against and you know how you've behaved as, as as a result so the reflective bit is is the first part. The second is anticipation. So what's coming up? What's coming up over the next 24 hours, over the next week, where your behaviours may get tested? So to put this in context um, for, for me and the stuff that I've been doing. Um, so, you know, one of the things I wanted to get better at and behave my behaviour around food and drink, I wanted to see improve. Um, so one of the things I might be doing is, is kind of looking at the diary uh, coming up um, for this week. I know I've definitely got a busy weekend. We've got a couple of parties we, we're going to. So, you know, I, just to reiterate, I'm not saying live live your life like a monk. If you want to do that, that's absolutely fine. But I'm certainly not going to do that for myself. But just being aware, OK, so I've got a party. I, I'm going to probably going to get tested on the food and drink situation there how how do i want to be how do i want to adapt how might i what might i do in advance um you know what challenges could i set myself a few little goals within that just little things for myself um to help me manage the situation when i'm when i'm faced with it in in the party um 
yeah, like likewise, I guess getting beyond the the uh, behaviour around food and drink, the party. I'm probably going to be thinking, well, I'm going to get home a bit later. Probably get to bed a bit later. Therefore, probably getting up really early in the morning to go out and do a long bike ride's probably not going to be that that conducive. So that that anticipation, in case that's coming, so I might want to adapt the plan that I'd previously set and adjust which days I do my longer ride on at the weekend. So that's the adaptation and assessment piece. As I say, if you can do that regularly, uh, the chances are the benefit will go up. Uh, but it does take some effort. I appreciate that. But um, hopefully the, the effort that you put in is, is returned in terms of the performance lift you're, you're able to achieve. So that's behaviours. That's behaviours, the first part of BEST. Uh, just to recap um, the approach that I used there, I looked at it through three ways. The first of those was um, the things that I want to see, my, the behaviours I want to see, and equally the behaviours I don't want to see. The second area was, okay, so what stimulus might come my way by way of challenge, and how would I like to respond? And the third area is what am I doing about assessing how I'm doing and adapting uh, uh, accordingly to the situations that are happening and the behaviours that are being exhibited as a result. I'm going to end it there for today. Uh, the, As I say, I'm going to look at best over the next few episodes so uh, for those of you that have been been paying attention episode 13 hopefully not unlucky uh, we'll be looking at how uh, how we can shape our environment to uh, get get what we want to to happen and, and push our performance on uh, super happy to get any comments observations feedback that you might have about this or any of the other podcasts drop me a line d-a-m-i-a-n damien at effectivechallenge.com uh, that's d-a-m-i-a-n at effectivechallenge.com uh, and until the next episode uh, i wish you well and uh, be good <laughs>